Welcome to The Pragmatic Pagan. Here we explore an inclusive pagan path via science-based witchcraft, no deities included. With a focus on nature and energy, this spiritual practice is centered on lunar tides and seasonal cycles. Check the link tree in the bio for lots of great resources. Merry meet all. This podcast is recorded on the homeland of the Duwamish people, and more broadly, the Coast Salish people, as well as many other indigenous tribes that make their home here in the Pacific Northwest of America, past, present, and future. As a spiritual being and steward of this land that I call home, I feel honored with the responsibility of caring for this piece of our planet. Please take a moment to join me in honoring the original stewards of the land on which you are residing and a moment of gratitude for the earth itself and the bounty it provides. Please join me in words that work for you. To the ancestors that hold this ground and for those spirits yet to come, May you fill me with guidance as I learn my place as a steward of this land and its creatures. In the gift of this role, I hold gratitude for all that surrounds me, for the water which cleanses me, for the earth's fruit which nourishes me, for the air that breathes life, for the fire that warms as it burns and for the divine cosmos within. I am a child of the universe, at one with the trees and the stars. May the tides of the moon fill me with silver and the sunbeams tint me in gold. From light to dark, from birth to death, spring to winter, new moon to full, and back again. It is a beautiful world, one worth protecting. This I will, as within, so without, as above, so below, as I am, so mote it be. The Pragmatic Pagan participates in Real Rent Duwamish as a way to compensate for the land that was stolen through violence and broken land treaties. I encourage you to look into and participate in Real Rent programs that support Indigenous communities in your area. I also encourage you to take an active stance in environmental issues, both at home and worldwide. Our planet needs its stewards, now more than ever. It can be as simple as picking up trash in your neighborhood, using less water, and buying local goods. Check out the link tree in the bio for more great ways to connect with our planet and give back. Hey there, you are in season one before the better mic, so just a heads up on the sound quality. You may need to adjust your volumes or settings. Thanks for your patience. Merry Mead, happy harvest full moon. Today we are going to do a guided full moon ritual with an abundance jar spell. Hopefully you had some time this week to think on your topics for your jar. If not, make sure to take time now. 
Ideally, you want three to seven examples of abundance and gratitude. Do keep in mind, too many items means each item will get a little less shove into the universe. So, if you are particularly grateful or need to experience more abundance in one area, you may choose to focus on those items particularly. More on this later. Please know that the verses I provide for the spells are completely subjective and can be changed to whatever works best for you. I've done my best to credit others when I know where it came from, but don't hesitate to call me out for credit if I miss something. That being said, if you don't want to have to catch what I'm saying, follow me on Instagram at thepragmaticpagan or on Facebook at apragmaticpagan to get easy-to-use graphics with the verses and ingredients. Hey witches, time to gather your supplies. Okay, so be sure to grab your jar, bag, box, clean and ready to go. Again, to prep, you just need to do a simple cleansing visualization and make sure the item is, you know, actually clean. Paper and pen. I recommend cut up grocery bag and a nice pen. I like bigger pieces so that I can write more or write larger, but that's up to you. Uh, you will need one piece per intent. Ribbon, again, one per piece of paper, so anywhere from three to seven pieces. I do a go ahead and pre-cut mine, but yes, that does mean a little bit of a test run. You're going to want your beans. It doesn't matter what beans you pick, um, and also you'll want three of these beans per intent. Candles, if you are using your color magic, you'll want to hold a color for each intent type, so healing, wealth, love. If you aren't focusing on color magic this full moon, a white candle can be held for all of them. You're essentially charging the candle to be burned at the end of the ritual and to um, release your energy with the candle. Stones. For this spell, I recommend a lodite stone or a magnetite stone for natural attraction. You could also supplement these with specific stones to your intent, or you could just use clear quartz um, or nothing at all. Stones are completely optional. Inspirational items. If these are too big to be put in a jar, bag, or box, they can always go on your altar or a special table designated for the spell work. During the ritual, they can also just sit in front of you if they are too large. Now it's time to gather your written intent. If you have already written down your items for the jar, you can skip a little ahead. If not, go ahead and take a moment to do this. One item per small piece of paper. It doesn't matter if you write down three things or seven things. Again, three or seven pieces of paper. Just try to be concise. They can be big or small things. You want to really hone in on what it feels like to have abundance in that intent. These should be feelings, accomplishments you are both grateful for, and that you want to continue to keep momentum with as we move into the dark time of winter. Even if you aren't currently experiencing the abundance you need, think of little moments that are related. If you are struggling financially, think of moments of where you were able to give or feel gratitude as moments to pull from. As for what you write on the paper, that is up to you. You can write a memory from the year, you can write a gratitude statement, you can write an affirmation of something yet to come. Make it personal and make sure it evokes a feeling. Sometimes a single word is enough. Sometimes it takes many. Do what works for you. At this time, I also like to go ahead and prep the rest of my full moon ritual. I recommend starting with a simple meditation, just something to clear my head and put my space between myself and the day. Once done with that, I go ahead and prep my spell work, gathering my ingredients, making post-ritual treats, and drawing a cleansing bath. Gather your items, 
and let's begin. Here we start in your pre-ritual bath or shower. Put on calming sounds or music, light a few candles, put on a favorite scent. This moment is all about you and your connection to the universe. During this first part of the full moon ritual, you are removing any intent from your current state so that you can more clearly focus on the upcoming spell work. Use this moment for self-love. Take a moment to show your body some gratitude for all that it does for you. Toss on a face mask or a cool cloth. As you are lying in the warm pool of water or feeling the water run off your skin, maybe even surrounded by soap bubbles, begin to meditate on the elements surrounding you. Fire heals through penetrating the aches and pains. Water washes away the stresses and anxieties. Air activates the bubbles on your skin, lifting your heart. Earth grounds you, providing a vessel to experience the world. The moon guides your spirit, pulling on the tides of the earth and body alike. You are a child of the universe, no less than the trees and the stars. Wrap yourself in a warm towel and enjoy a cool glass of water soaking in the element, feeling it course through your body as though it is your connection to the moon. It's time to prep your circle cast. Go ahead, make sure all your ingredients are within your circle area and that your post-circle treats are ready as they can be. You will also want to prep your spell working music playlist or any tools for however you plan to raise your energy. Take a moment to both cast your circle and call quarters. Not sure how? Pause here and skip to that episode. Don't worry, you don't need anything but yourself. However, representations of the elements and or a circle are also helpful. When you return, we will move into the guided ritual. Safely inside your circle with the presence of the elements surrounding you, go ahead and have a seat. Pick your first topic of gratitude for the abundance jar. Close your eyes. Imagine what comes to mind when you think on this intent. What are you doing? Who is with you? How are you feeling? Become present in that memory. You want to transport to that experience fully. Note how you feel when you accomplish or experience this memory. Really sit with it. Memorize it. Tune yourself to it. Picking up your paper, beans, candle, and optional items, ribbon, stones, and inspirationals, you are going to go back to that place of experiencing your intent. Imagine the energy of that intent. What color does it inspire? How does that energy move? Visualize it moving from you down through your palms and into your items. Sit this way a few more moments.
Once the item is charged, you will want to repeat a phrase as you prep it for the jar. In the case of rolling the paper, you will use the ribbon to tie it shut. Otherwise, you will fold your piece of paper three times, each time repeating the phrase. As such, folding the first time or rolling the paper state, Abundant be the things that grow for me. From heart to seed, I am what I need. Fold again or wrap your ribbon around. Abundant be the things that grow for me. From heart to seed, I am what I need. Final fold or tie your ribbon. Abundant be the things that grow for me. From heart to seed, I am what I need. Place the paper, inspiration item, and beans in the jar, stating, In abundance, bless my will. From heart to seed, I provide what I need. As above, so below. As I will, so mote it be. You will repeat this process until all of your intent notes, inspirations, stones, and beans are in the jar. Then, go ahead and start your playlist or energy creation routine. Make sure to move clockwise within your circle as you raise energy. Even if you are just clapping your hands and walking in a circle, you are generating real, undeniable energy. The key is to amplify that with a visualization. So, as you do this, see that energy building contained within your circle. As it spins, it gains momentum. Its color shifts as it reacts to the increased temperature and kinetics. It becomes a storm of energy waiting for your will. As your energy begins to peak, pick up your abundance jar and begin to imagine channeling that energy deep into the jar. Take the time to envision what life would be like at that instance if you continued to receive the gifts that are in the jar. Continue to funnel that energy raised deep into the contents of the jar, each one beginning to reflectively hum your intent back to you. Now is the time to release your energy. Light each of the color candles or your one white candle. Stand in the center of your circle, picking a pose that feels open and comfortable. Legs apart, arms away from your body, fingers outstretched. No exact shape or position is required. Do what feels powerful for you. Stand this way, meditating on your intent, finding its way out into the world. Now candles will start to burn low and you will begin to feel drained of your energy. Now is the time to start to ground and center. You can find more on this in my Getting Started Meditation episode, but start by sitting, closing your eyes, and letting the energy flow back into the earth, as though a root were growing from you. Bring balance into your world. Release the quarters, thanking them for their service. Release the circle. Though open, may it never be broken. So mote it be. the time to replenish yourself have a small treat relishing in all the sensations associated with eating and the emotional responses of food be sure to fill yourself with a sense of gratitude at the abundance in your life no matter how little or big that feeling may be you must embody it and stoke its internal fire over the coming days 
As your energy returns to you, spend the rest of the evening doing something you love or enjoy. Even a good snuggle with a companion, whether human or fluffy, variety is a great way. If you are in a safe neighborhood or working with others, consider an outside moonlit stroll. As winter approaches, it may be one of the last moons that is temperate enough to stroll under. The harvest moon is a time of reflection, a time of abundance and gratitude. Take one last moment of appreciation for all that you are. Be a part of the universe. Be present. Be here. Be loved. Blessings be on this full moon. Be sure to put your abundance jar somewhere safe. Two great places are either your altar or by your front door. Every now and then, when you need to be reminded of your intent, feel free to grab a note from your jar to use in your daily meditation. Make sure to bring the same focus to this as you did to your spell. Reimagine yourself experiencing that abundance. When done, return it to its jar. As always, thanks for listening to A Pragmatic Pagan. Please join me next time for more practical ways to bring your inner witch to everything you do. This podcast is now available on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. Please be sure to hit that like, rating, or subscribe button and help spread the word. Find me on social media for questions or thoughts. Follow me on Twitter at Pagan Pragmatic, on Insta as The Pragmatic Pagan, or on Facebook a pragmatic pagan. As above, so below, until we marry meet again. <music> <laughs>